that's something that is important when you start your goals. It's the foundation, having that passion and desire and that energy behind those goals. If you don't, then it's one of the big reasons why you lose motivation. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. The manhood experiment. The manhood. All right, welcome back to the manhood experiment. In this episode, we're going to discuss the goal achieving made easy. That's a topic. Goal achieving made easy. We'll approach this topic a little bit differently to how the gurus teach it. Most times you're given, here's how to set goals, and now go do it. But today, we're going to look at goal achieving from a different angle. We're going to look at every obstacle to achieving the outcome or the goal that you want. And what are the real-world stumbling blocks to achieving those goals? I'll give you the exact framework to move through each obstacle. And by the end of this episode, you'll be in a much better place to achieve goals. Maybe it's that one goal that's been sitting on your lap for the longest while. Whether it's getting that new job, writing that book, starting a business, there has to be some goal that uh, just been lingering in your mind for a long time. But first, let's do uh, the meet and greet. What's up, guys? What's up, Dreams and What's Jay up, Dragon? Jay? What up, what up? What up, what up? Hey, <laughs> Dreams, tell me about that dog you and your wife is getting. Oh, man. So we just got a German Shepherd, you know, what they call a GSD. We really, really, really know. I'm official now. I can use the acronym because I'm, I'm a dog dad. <laughs> I know about In that. In California, that's a big thing, dog dads. But yeah, it's a beautiful dog. She's very docile. And we adopted her. Good man. We were looking for a while. I always wanted a German Shepherd. My dad had German Shepherds. And I was like, man, this would be a good opportunity. And my wife, she didn't took the time, bless her heart, did all the research. So he's like, okay, well, let's go out there and see. Like German Shepherds are expensive. So yep. we figured we, you know, check in the shelter. So she checked the shelter and she found this beautiful dog. She wanted it being like, you know, 75 bucks to adopt. So I was like, dang, she get her home. We get some love in the house added. This, this is a good situation. Mm-hmm. And she's good with the baby girl. She's mm-hmm. good with the baby girl. So we're happy, man. It's It's been fun. She's cool. I just walked her this morning. Oh, it's a win-win. <laughs> love a win-win. that. Love I that. Love it. Jay, the I saw I saw you had a photo shoot. That's right. You know, um, we uh, we did we did uh, we did some maternity photos with Jasmine Photography. Shout out a local photography shop in the in the neighborhood and and had a lot of fun with it. You know, I meant a lot to the wifey and it was fun just to showcase her beauty and nine months of a little baby growing inside there. So you know, it's an anytime anytime experience right now. I guess anytime. I mean expecting to meet our little girl so we're excited but it was a lot of fun oh man it could be today yeah right after the podcast and shout out to gsds we we got a gsp a german short-haired pointer (laughs) and it's so funny because people ask all the time and i'm like i don't want to be pretentious so i'm I'm always like it's a gsp but you know german short-haired pointer (laughs) but it's funny having those you know initially and then a pug you know it's like and then we got a pug Pug uh, no that's good i'm excited man it's just it, the love constantly grows having those little furry, those little furry children, you know, in our house. And so true. Just to be able to, when you leave and come back and see how excited they are, like it just warms my heart thinking about it. Right. I left to take the trash out the other day. The dog was just right there at the door. I was like, 
I've never felt so missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Animals could give you love. That, yep. yeah. Unconditional love. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. What about you, T? All right. What's, uh, what's, what's good in, yeah. in your world? What's good in my world? Man, I've been doing a little home design here. Okay. Getting, getting rid of some old furniture and just getting some new furniture. Work with a designer to just like get the place color coordinated. And, Feng uh, Shui. Yeah, it's been a, oh, T yeah. and his sexy back. Yes, sir. Dude, it's it's been a fun project. It takes a lot of time and thought, but it's just a creative expression. Just like everything we do, just like this podcast, it's just creative expression. I love it. You spend all yes, that time sir. in that place, you should be feeling your best. Yeah, yeah. T gonna be walking around that joint in a robe and a cigar, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm home, baby. I'll, I'll shoot some on pictures. On the wood floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I, I'm excited. I'm 65 percent done, completed. So a little Yay. bit more to go. That comes from a true goal setter right there. He breaks down. I'm 65.7%. <laughs> that's true. That's Close real. To achieve. Exactly. And that's what we're going to talk. That's what we're going to talk about today. The goal setting. And, and that's the thing is it's goal setting and goal achieving. I think goal achieving. Mm, big. We'll talk more about that. That's yeah. So here's, here's a little backstory for the listeners and you guys that you may not know. When I was 18, I had failed all my A-level high school exams. And I had lost uh, sight of the reason why I even wanted to pass the exams in the first place. So I didn't study. I got distracted. I failed. Basically, no clear goals. And I lost sight of why I was even doing it. And for the next few years, I was basically a bum, a shy kid applying for jobs with no work experience. And I got rejected all the time. It was something I was just uh, embarrassed and ashamed about. And the big problem is where I found myself at that time, and it's many of us, we do find ourselves in different stages of our life. We do find ourselves lacking the clarity of what we want, why we want it. So we never get the goal because there's no goal to work towards. So we never really achieve anything. And that ties into lack of purpose. And what this leads to is a lot of times our day is being filled with action on wrong things, low priority things, people giving us things to do to help their goals. But the things that really matter and the things that will um, push us towards what we really want, we lose sight of that or we don't pursue it. Mm. So what I started to realize was goals, just having goals was not the answer. We can all relate to having goals as well. Again, there's lack of clarity because we don't have goals. And then having goals, we still run into the same problems. It's only piece of the pie. So I have a question for the listener. How many of you have never had real clarity on what you want? And the next question is, how many of you have had clarity but didn't know what to do from there? Mm. And the third question, how many of you took some action but lost momentum because it was a lack of motivation or getting distracted. And the last question, how many of you took a lot of action, but ultimately never got what you wanted? I ask these because you can see goal achieving uh, is a multi-pronged process. It involves you know, a lot of deep thought. It involves self-belief, behavioral change, behavioral changes. It involves tenacity, it involves upgrading your skills. It requires finding support systems. And it also involves staying focused and keeping your eye on a prize. 
So it's a complex thing, and we're going to look at it at a slightly different perspective today. But the first question I have, and I want to ask, probably we'll start with dreams. What is one goal you wanted to achieve, but you didn't achieve it? Oh, man. Uh, you're pulling on my heartstrings right now, man. This this is just forever cloud for me. Partly is because I think of my mom and what she wanted for me. And then I also think of how close I got to achieving this goal. And it was me having a college degree. I went to school on an optical engineering scholarship. Went to school for like three and a half, almost four years. And just got distracted in the mix. I lost momentum. I lost sight. So... Essentially, mm -hmm. I never received it. So the follow-up question to that, and you can reiterate, reiterate that point, mm -hmm. what is the underlying reason that prevented you from achieving this? I feel like at the end of the day, I lost sight of why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. Outside of the circle that I had around me and what they were pushing to be important, I lost sight of what I was there for originally, the original plan. And I got distracted with other things, doing promotions. I was building other skills, but was it really the time to enhance those skills? Mm -hmm. Or was it time to take care of business and get that degree? Because I didn't spend all these years educating myself, learning, getting right. to this point to where this is now achievable. I mean, some people can't even get scholarships to go to school. And here I'm, I had a free ride, you know, not for music, but for engineering, which a lot of people don't necessarily know when they look at me. Right. So that's always been something that's hung over my head. I've been able to achieve mm. so much more even yeah. without it, but it's still a personal goal where I'm like, that was that should have been mine. That was right yeah. in my hands. You know? How about you, Jay? What is that one goal you all is you wanted but you didn't you didn't achieve it? I dig it. Thank you for sharing that, Dreams. That's you know, it's big. It's vulnerable to share those goals because, you know, it's, it's that wound that, you know, we've been marinating in for a little bit. You know, I think I can think of a couple like big physical goals. I really was determined to to play sports in college. And I feel like that was something that I never really pushed through. And I just felt given like my size and some gifts, that was something that I always thought that I would be able to achieve. But more, I guess more recently, you know, just a business around retreats. I have this vision, which is, it's something like I create some momentum with it. Um, as far as this immersion, I love working with people, especially in person. and I have done a, a handful of smaller ones and it just never really took off. It's something I wanted to create like consistent, like an all-time goal. And it's there. I talk about it. But that's that's one I think about all the time. Yeah. And what's and what's what do you think is the underlying reason or reasons that is preventing you from that achieving that? You know, I love talking about all this because I think we, we talk about clarity. Clarity brings confidence. And for me, mm. maybe that goal wasn't decisive enough as far as how defined I had it, like a vague goal is going to get you vague results. I know I'm always dropping cliches here, but for me, I think that it was, I was distracted, my bandwidth, my energy. I feel blessed. It's been like a double-edged sword that I had a lot of opportunities, a lot of low-hanging fruit opportunities that allowed me to get by and move forward. But that bandwidth and that energy took away, and there's probably a lack of discipline of really sticking with what had the most meaning and i just wanted to to drop a quote you know this is like a quote from michelangelo you know the greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark and i think for me 
that has some truth to it right there. Just the, the lack of bandwidth and other commitments taken away. Mm. I like that share. And I think based on my story, dream story, Jay's story, there's some commonalities here. There's the lack of clarity, the distraction, motivation, the discipline. And these are real obstacles. And that's what we're going to discuss today. So, so let's break down goal achieving by these obstacles. And the first one I want to look at is, and remember that first question I asked, you know, how many of you have never really had real clarity on what you wanted? And that's the thing. We have to get clear on our goals. What do you want and why you want it? Mm. And that also involves writing it down. It's not in your head. It's like I, we all have these ideas in our head, but it doesn't become a goal until you actually put pen to paper. So writing it down and what I like to do is have two columns. Draw one is what I want. That's a goal. And the next column is why I want it. And I just be as brief and concise as possible. So example, I want this podcast to succeed. I, I want to create a, 100K subscribers from this podcast, um, 100K listeners from this podcast. You know, why I want it is the self-expression. It's to share my ideas. It's to connect. So those are real reasons why. And those are the things that a lot of times what people do is just write the goal, but don't give the reason why. And the reason is the why is the thing that drives the what, what the goal is. So we always want to have that next to each other, the goal itself and the reason why. And I just love the concise way of doing it, just writing in a column to, to have two columns on a sheet of paper. So that's the first part of uh, having clarity. And sometimes, like, listen, sometimes it takes a day, sometimes a few hours, sometimes a month, but you keep thinking about it. And the clarity, once you keep putting pen to paper and keep tweaking that goal, you get more and more clear, more and more clear. And it's not about just writing it down and forget about it. We have to get in the habit of writing it down and thinking about it. Is this what I really want? Is this the reason I really want this goal? And sometimes you might say, you know what? No, uh, that's not the reason why I want this. This is the real reason why. Or maybe this isn't the goal. This is the real goal behind what I just wrote down. So it takes some time, um, patience, to, to write, as Jay always said, to marinate. You just need that time to marinate that, um, yeah. those, those ideas. I want to just add to that really quick. And I totally agree. I think that how many of us just haven't taken the time really to sit down and focus? Like I, I sat in a business workshop. It was like a weekend workshop to help, you know, establish and refine what our goals were business wise and how to get there. And I remember it was a group of people. It was like eight people in a classroom and it was at like a hotel, you know, area. And there was like a timer. It was like 30 minutes of put some music on and you're just going to focus on this and that dedicated time. And think about that. We plan more time like planning a vacation in a couple of weeks than we do thinking about like our life goal because it maybe isn't convenient or it's a little uncomfortable. So like, I just really wanted yeah. to hit home on that. When mm -hmm. do you actually sit down and give focused energy, like where your bandwidth actually, and not like the leftover energy at the end of the day, the focused energy mm -hmm. of the goal. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah. That excited yeah. energy. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you said that was a good point. If you don't mind me to piggyback on that T, it's almost like you were talking about momentum, right? And how that momentum kind of keeps you focused on that goal. And what you just spoke on, Jay, kind of just locked right into that to where you're talking about a vacation. 
you're excited for that vacation. The planning's not too far out. You know, it's a shorter time frame. You're saying two weeks to where this goal may not be a two-week goal. So you got a longer journey to keep that momentum up and, you know, staying excited through that whole process could be challenging. So yeah. I just wanted to see, like, you know, maybe what you got to say to that, T, and people that are going through those through those moments. Yeah, I think the, well, when you choose a goal, it, it has to be something that you want, really want and excited about from the get-go. You can't wait till, okay, this is something I want because Joe is doing it and everyone everyone is doing it. Like everyone wants an Instagram or everyone wants a podcast or everyone's doing a podcast. Therefore, I want a podcast. I feel that's the best thing to do because when it comes down to the day in and day out, actually doing the work and you don't have that really excitement, you wasn't excited about it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to squash your motivation right away. So true. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I want to add, just real quick on that, is, is the belief factor as well. A vacation, I believe that I can save up and dedicate some funds to that and make time, take some time off from work. When it comes to these bigger goals, we have to be real with ourselves and also ask, not to steal your, any, any thunder here, but like, do we really believe that that's something that we can achieve? And that's the thing that yeah. like, you got to yeah. look around for the inspiration of other people, you know, achieving those things yeah. as well. But that's big. Like, yeah. do you actually believe it? Or is that the thing that maybe is preventing you from putting those steps into action? Right. I agree. And that's one piece that um, changed for me in college. When I first came in, in school, in college, I was in a program on scholarship. Everybody wanted it. Then all of a sudden, the people that you be, you know befriend next semester, they're not at school anymore for this reason or that reason. The year after that, you got even less people that's actually sticking with the with the program. You got maybe 10 people out of those 30 people that are still there. And you're like, dang, this circle's getting smaller and smaller. So the people that you had motivating you as far as the friends that you people that you befriended out of those 30 people, you went from having six people you could reach out to to having maybe two and then one. And then that person is not as focused anymore. You're like, well, dang. Or maybe that friendship, you kind of parted ways as you both matured in college. You know, you don't have that support system anymore. And I think for me, that was a big part of it. My support system. And we'll actually talk about, yeah, we'll actually talk about support systems as well in one of the points that I want to cover. So that's a great point. And the belief system is a huge part of it. Mm. So the next point I want to jump into, okay, let's say we have the clarity and the why you want it. You have that good energy behind that goal. Now what? What do you do from there? You have the what Mm. already fine and why you want it already fine. And the next piece is the how. How you're going to achieve it. And that's where having a plan will guide you. And I think most motivational stuff you see on social media to say you must have a goal you must have a goal but the thing that will help that goal move that goal forward is the plan and a plan is comprised of strategies and it's comprised of tactics a strategy is in this sense it's a it's a broader idea of it what you must do right and the tactics is how you're going to do it it's a framework i learned from uh, my mentor john many years ago 
for example, to have this podcast, the, the strategy was to, to have a launch of X number of subscribers. And the tactics is now the real nitty gritty of I have to contact so-and-so and make this happen. I have to promote this XYZ place to make this happen. So it's a lot of the specifics that you have to map out. And you don't always need to know all of it, but it's something that you have to keep working at day in, day out and keep tweaking the plan and adding adding the tactics. So another thing I want to mention is one thing that gets neglected in a plan, unless it's a super easy goal, some of it requires learning to achieve that goal. That means you must have a plan to read, research, do courses, learn from others. And if you don't have those skills or if you don't plan on getting the skills, you have to hire someone or barter with someone to help you achieve those goals. And this is something people underestimate, and I can't stress the importance of it. Part of the plan needs to have that learning time, that skill upgrading. Mm. And for example, again, I use this podcast. I don't have the skills in launching this podcast, but I know I have to learn things. There's books to read, there's people to where I could model from, and then I reached out for expertise help. So that becomes part of your plan, and it's often so many times underestimated. Yeah, I just want to jump in there real quick, T, because when you got real friends, you won't need to hype yourself up. So I'm going to hype you up. If you guys don't know, listeners, T has really been the glue to really keep this podcast going. He's a expert marketer like that's his home skill that he brings to the table naturally but what i've known is he's had to reach out to different people for um other marketing skills that he doesn't know in this industry so like to me that was just like a big thing like oh just because you're an expert in this general world of marketing when you go to the next room there might be another way to market for example or to do this skill better and there's a unique way that you have to learn it based on the new goal that you're setting. So just because you're good at something here doesn't mean you'll have the same capacity to do it in another realm. And oh, yeah. like I noticed T's hunger to keep doing that, to keep learning, to keep building that skill and, you know, educate us on what he's doing. So now we're learning outside of our natural skills of, you know, say charisma or being able to connect with people. So like, I just really want to take some time to shout you out with that, with being the glue to hold this podcast together. And getting us excited to wake up at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, quick, quick on that too. I mean, that's a skill set in it in itself is like learning how to ask for help and learning how to learn. Mm. To look at something and say, I can develop the skills and go after that. That's a skill where it's overwhelming for some people. So I, I like that that's a, a refresher of rather than thinking about where we're limited, just think about like, all right, what new skills do I need to achieve you know, to go after this next part of this goal? Uh, and so on. I think that's refreshing to hear. Yes, sir. So now we discussed, okay, you have the clarity, you have the why, you have the goal, uh, you have the plan. Now it's to take consistent action. But as Jay and myself and Dream said earlier, sometimes you lose momentum, you lack the motivation, you get distracted. And there's a few reasons. If you lost that motivation, as we said earlier, ask yourself this question. Are the goals I am trading my life for is worthy of me? Is it worthy of my mm. time? Is this really that what I want? If not, then go back to the drawing board. Yes, passion and desires change, 
But deep down, you have to figure out what it is that you are willing to pursue for the next year, next five years, next 10 years. So that's something that is important when you start your goals. It's the foundation, having that passion and desire and that energy behind those goals. If you don't, then it's one of the big reasons why you lose motivation. The next point I want to make is if you're losing, and this is something we touched on earlier as well, if you're losing momentum because you're getting distracted. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of goal achieving. You need to prime your brain often every day for the goals that you want. So what I do, I have my sheet of goal, my one page goal list, and I, it has a what there, the why in it there. And every morning as I get up, I do my meditation and then I'll look at my goal sheet. Mm. What this does is put the goals top of mind before you, you start your day filled with distraction, you're priming your brain. And not only do I just look at it and review it, I close my eyes and I visualize, I feel the goal. And there is a, you know, visualization is regarded as a new age hype for many years, but research is now showing, neuroscience research is now showing there's a strong scientific basis on how and why visualization works. And there's many people, top athletes, there's Michael Jordan, there's a lot of athletes that use visualization in sports, in goal achieving in your everyday life. It's a, it is a very powerful process. So what I like to do, again, the distraction, you're having distraction, you need to be reviewing your goals every day, every morning. And part of it, again, is priming your brain, closing your eyes, watching it like so for example, you have the, I, you want to write a book? What I do, I want to write this book. I close my eyes. I visualize me holding the book, flipping through the pages. I close my eyes and visualize I'm at my book event promoting this book. Something that's real and visceral and it gives me that energy and enthusiasm. It gets me excited about the goals again. So that's something that's super important. And, you know, you yes, you have a job. But also, you have hours around that job. And that's why when you prime your brain, it's, it's, it's a way of reemphasizing what's important to me. Yes, your job is important, but outside of that, your goals as well, goals outside your job is important as well, too. Mm, very true. So, yeah. I like that. So, mm -hmm. is, you want to say something, Dreams? Yeah, I liked in kind of what you just referenced. You said two things that you make sure you can visualize are two things that you wrote down before you even check your Instagram in the morning, before you check your messages, before you check the stocks, because all these things could throw you off. If you check the stocks mm -hmm. in the morning, things are down, you're immediately thrown off. Mm -hmm. You know, if right. you check Instagram, you see something that's just traumatic, you're immediately thrown off on that mm -hmm. goal. Now you're talking about everything that everybody else is talking about or what everybody else wants you to talk about. Mm -hmm. And you don't even take a moment to process and say, this is the what and how do I, how is I going to do this again? Oh, this is the how. This is how I'm going to execute this goal. This small chunk today is how I'm going to eat the elephant one bite at a time. And I really like that you put that down on paper in such an easy, concise way. Anybody can do that. Put it on your mirror with a you know a little sticky tab, the what and the how, and take a moment to meditate. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to um, just touch on that real quick and yeah. just emphasize so, how important that point is. And I want to share I want to share one more point before I ask you guys a question here. Priming your brain would this lead to less distraction, more consistent action? 
partially. It's it's only one routine you've added to your goal achieving process. There's other small routines that needs to be become habitual as well to, to move you towards those goals. And I have a morning routine that sets me up for my writing in the morning. But the thing is, I think one of the most important things is getting the habit of, okay, looking at your plan, picking out that what needs to be done, and then adding it to your calendar and having that consistent, mm-hmm. that's a routine that people just need to, it sounds simple, it sounds silly, but it's a routine. Like looking at your goals, reviewing it, priming your brain, that's a routine. But also taking the action as well to making time in your calendar, just looking at your calendar, uh, whether it's on the iPhone or your Google calendar, just like, okay, let me look at a plan. What could I do today to move this goal forward? And then adding, maybe it's 30 minutes you'll take today, but add it to your, uh, add it to your calendar. And that's a small routine that or habit you want to build as well too. So, oh man. Can I, mm-hmm. let me jump yeah, in go for real, it. real, real, real quick. I just realized how important what he just said is. One thing that we've done in my house specifically, we have this little calendar. We got it off of Amazon. You know, I'm not trying to plug anything, but it gives us the weekly schedule, like by day, so we can know what we're doing every day of the week as a family. And then it, we also have the actual calendar for 30 days so we can know what we're doing mm-hmm. in the month. And that's changed the game with, for one, my household communication. So all of our married folks out there, or if you're finally cohabitating, or just for yourself, knowing what you need to do for the week, having a written calendar outside of what's on your phone or technology. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you could be tempted. You pick up that phone and you immediately go to another app outside of your calendar. So having it at a separate place, like you said, T, or in a planner, written down, handwritten, you can't you know, neglect how important and how still useful writing something down by hand the muscle memory that it creates the habit that it creates like you were saying to help you stay consistent i see you jay holding that's up his calendar planner. right there that's there that passion plan get a planner fellas we not too old for planners <laughs> i love that so let me do a quick recap before i ask you guys a next big question we've answered questions you know if we don't have clarity what do we do? We we get the what and the why clear, right? What do you what do you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it? Mm. We spoke about okay. Now that we have the clarity, you don't know what to do from there. So we talk about having a plan and what to include in the plan. You know the specific strategies and tactics. So this also, is the how. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then we also have what support, what skills do I need to upgrade, you know? And then we also have who could help me with if I don't have these skills. So that is part of your plan. The next part we spoke about is you're losing momentum and losing motivation. And we talk about if you're losing that motivation, best you go back to the join board and look, is this something I'm really passionate about? The next part of it too was also priming your brain making time to visualize and emotionalize these things that you want to achieve. It's so important. And we just spoke about also getting the routine, getting having routines, building routines. That is one routine, but another routine is adding stuff to calendar. So here's a question for you guys. And this is a more fun question. <laughs> what is one goal you guys have achieved? And give us a little bit ins- insight of why you achieved this based on what we just covered. Let's start with Jay. 
Yeah, I think for me, one of my biggest goals and proud accomplishments was publishing a book. You know, so uh, people have ideas of writing a book, and um, it's something that I had had dreamed of doing. And the why for me was really important in the sense that it would provide a new platform and you know confidence for me to be able to speak and reach people and share my message and really leave something that can impact people. And I had a belief that it really would help be a lot of value for people. And you know how I break that down is it was something that had a lot of meaning. It was a lot of work. It was a big climb that was in front of me. But for me, it came down to just reverse engineering, like, okay, what's a time frame that's realistic? How do I break this up into chunks? And how do I keep myself motivated? And for me, it was like, well, a byproduct of this book can be me sharing this information in giveaways and content that I'll put out there. Uh, and managing my energy was really big too with that because it's one of the most ungratifying things to write a book when you're in the weeds of it because it takes so long. So as a reminder, like me enter- managing my energy was like when I had that big energy, it was time to put it off and mm-hmm. create little deadlines, which is absolutely essential for me. Uh, and speaking it into existence, talking about it a lot, but having daily proof of that confidence to keep moving forward, having like physical mm-hmm. goals that I would do in between that would add fuel to that fire. It's like, hey, if I can achieve this physical goal, like a race I'm trying to get faster or try to improve my body, like those things provided more confidence to help get me going and getting help when I needed it, which I had a, a problem. That was something that I overcame was the feeling of asking for help because I had this vision that I always wanted to mm. have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah, and I love what you say about the energy and doing these little things in between because those are routines that mm-hmm. you've done that helped propel that goal. And that, that is what we were talking about. So I love that. Dreams, you want to add anything to yeah, that? Yeah, I really want to add to that. First, I want to say, bro, I'm so proud of you for finishing your book. Congratulations, man. And I want you to take some moment, take a moment to let people know the name of this book and how to find it. <laughs> I'm going to plug you in because that's what real <laughs> friends do. So, Jay, how can we find this book? What What is the name? And where can you purchase this book? Yeah, the book's Making Healthy Taste Good. And it's it's a breakdown on you know how to strip away the intimidation from improving the nourishment that you eat, conscious comfort foods. But yeah, I mean you can find it on Amazon or a website, but that's the easiest thing is just finding it on, on Amazon. It's a big passion project and gotten a lot of good feedback nice. from it. Looking to revise it again here in the near future. But I'm very proud of it. Thank you. Making healthy taste good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I'm so yeah, question for now. So, um, so let me answer dreams. that question real quick. Yeah. Ask you one more time, T. Uh, I, I just sure, want sure. to make sure I did that. <laughs> I think it was important. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Um, what is the what is the goal that you have achieved? And give us a little insight of why it worked based on what we just covered. Mm, that's great. So what I'll do is I'll answer two questions. One question that you didn't ask, and then I'll answer the question that you did ask. Okay. Um, my first goal that you mentioned was uh, about college, me not achieving that. I did an internship with uh, NASA Langley over in Hampton Roads. And when I did that internship, I was by myself often during research and my personality, my whole essence of who I am, I'm made to connect with people. So I was like a job to where I'm going to be isolated all the time. I think at that moment, like a switch went off. It's like, this is not what I want to do. I'm great with numbers. I'm great at learning. I know I can do this. It was a successful presentation, but I don't know if I want to be an optical engineer anymore. And this put me in a place of somewhat confusion. I lost clear vision of what I wanted to do. 
And I think that was a big piece of why I did not achieve that goal, finishing with that major. Now I'm in finance, so which translates to the goal that I actually wanted. The biggest goal for me that I've just accomplished was being a homeowner. I've always wanted to be a homeowner. In California, this is probably the most difficult state to achieve that goal. Like if you know what it is, those who know, you know. So achieving that goal caused me and my wife to sit down on New Year's of 2020. We did a vision board and I realized that the goals that I had on my vision board aligned with the goals that she had on her vision board. So not only was I doing this by myself, I now had a support system within my wife because we had a an aligned goal that we wanted to do together. So I think that's one big piece. Having somebody that can really support you with your goal, who may have common motivation for also achieving that goal, makes such a difference. The second piece was the year before, I set a clear, clear budget on what I on what I wanted to do with our finances for that year. I wanted to pay her car off. So I said, this is what we're going to do. Now that my credit and everything's where I want it, I want to get your car completely paid off. And then we're going to get my car completely paid off. Why? Because I want to build the trust and show you that it can be done. That way, when you're investing in helping me pay my car down, you also understand I'm committed to helping you too. So we both have skin in the game. You feel this. So we got both cars paid off. There's a whole another piece to that story, but essentially having our credit at the most peak, we both had like an 801 credit score. She had an 803. She beat me by a couple of points. She was very excited about that. But having these obstacles not in our way, we made moves. We had a lot of savings that we've been saving over time. And we finally said, well, let's not move by ourselves. Let's move together. Let's put it all together and see what we can truly do, what we can truly accomplish. And, you know, the pandemic was one of the worst things to happen to, you know, America. However, through that, there was an opportunity in the midst of the storm to where rates fell basically 50% to what they normally are, which allowed us to not now have an achievable goal based on our preparation. We didn't know that that was going to happen. We weren't planning for a pandemic like most people in the world. But because it happened, it created an opportunity for us to finally take what we prepared to do and move forward without any obstacles at all. So this was what helped us accomplish this goal in such a crazy environment. So I love that because that touches on two major points we covered. Well, one is having the clarity of what you wanted it, why you wanted it. You also touched on having the numbers, a plan in place. You know, so you had a plan going into this. It just wasn't anything. You're just like, oh, I I want a house. Oh, it was a year plan. Easy. Yeah. Plan with you. And you had those projections, those um, figures of paying off your car. That was part of the plan. That's very well thought of. And then the, I think the most important factor that you mentioned is the support system that you had mm-hmm. with your wife. And you, it wasn't you alone. Uh, it was your wife as well, too. And that is the uh, ultimate support system. So that's amazing, bro. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Proud of, proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of you for that. So not bad for not, a college dropout. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, so I want to add one final piece before I give the experiment. And, so, and sometimes 
this happens or a lot of times this happens you take a lot of action you have the plan you have the goal you you have all of that and you take a lot of action but ultimately you're, you're you keep falling short and what i want to touch on here is you have to put aside time every week every month every quarter every year to reevaluate teams do this business teams do this they look at what's working what's not working they ask what am i not seeing and sometimes for individuals like you have it's individual goals you have you don't have unless you you have as as dreams has a, a great support system as wife sometimes you're in this goal by yourself hmm. and it requires and this is not this is different from asking for help because asking for help is asking for specific help for the plan right the task that needs to be get done but this is asking for help to get perspective to see where you are stuck and sometimes that mm. requires the power of a coach to help you with this piece you know i've hired coaches in in a lot of things i do although i have business experience i still hire business coaches writing i have a writing coach health in fact jay dragon is my health coach uh, so Jay, could you speak a little bit about that getting that extra help, that extra perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I think the big thing with coaching and why investing in that health is one of the best, or investing in help with a coach is one of the best investments, is it cuts down that learning curve, that time of trying to figure out things and wasting a lot of energy. But what I see in coaching, the magic in it is the accountability aspect, and you have a third party that is looking at the scenario without letting the emotions and different excuses get in the way, you know, and helping you realize, you know, that you're capable of so much more by just rearranging your time and your energy. Another big thing is the feedback loop. You have somebody that, again, is yes. not caught up in the world that you're in, but is able to look at it from an outside perspective and say, well, you've tried this. Have you tried that? And when you can just trust that plan and follow it, you realize that, especially somebody that has experience helping people achieve those specific goals, that it just allows you to get there so much faster. Again, I think the big magic in a lot of the coaching tends to be just getting clarity, again, which is going to provide confidence on where you're going, helping you believe, mm -hmm. but being real with you about like what you need to do. And sometimes it's some tough love, like yeah. you know, maybe you're just not putting in enough effort in these different areas and you have that feedback loop, you know where you need to approve, accountability makes it happen because you now you have somebody else to be able to, you know, that's relying on this goal that you set out and achieved. So I think there's a lot of magic there. Mm -hmm. and there's coaching so many different shapes and sizes and it seems like the people accomplishing the biggest things, quote unquote, the most successful people all have coaches in different areas of their life. I think yeah. that might be an episode by itself. I was just writing it down. The value of accountability. I think that's going to be right. the great, a great title for an episode. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Oh, Your support great. system could also be accountability, but then also having somebody give you that objective view to say, all right, this is an excuse versus this is what reality is. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain things where this is too much weight. A coach would be able to kind of look at your uh, your goals before and look at your your past goals and your past performance and be able to assess like, um, based on where you've been going, this trajectory kind of falls in line with what you should be able to push. So I think you got it in you, you know, keep going. And, or and here, you could say, hey, that is too much weight. Let's do more reps on the same weight till you get there. And here's another little point that I want to say when it comes to coaching. 
imagine what a coach is. A coach is somebody that's just a few steps ahead of you. You know, maybe they've already climbed that mountain and they can look back and give you a better idea of what route you need to take or how to manage that energy. So just think about that. Like, wouldn't it be helpful in whatever obstacle you have to have somebody that can foresee either the path or the trail behind the bushes or see, get the clouds out of the way so you can actually see the mountaintop and how to get there. Mm. I love that. And, and some of the, the, I think the best coaches are, are people who have done the thing that you wanted to do. Someone who has worked in industry, for example, like writing, my writing coach, she's worked in the industry for 20 years. You know, she's done this for years, writing books and publishing books and working with publishers. So it's just, you know, you have that experience and someone to help course correct. And as Jay said, you know, that outside perspective and reframing the beliefs, that is super helpful and the accountability piece. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah. Is there anything that you guys want to add before I go to the experiment? I really like how we just kind of went through a lot of different pieces to break it down, the how. I think yeah. that was so important. We went through um, the what, what is the goal. We went through the distractions. And it's kind of interesting how some of the episodes connect with other episodes. We talked about skill set again. And we talked about having those motivations aligned. And that can, you know, distract you from that goal. And having a different perspective on it, you know, for your head top, just to really say, all right, how are you really preparing for this? What's the how? What's the why? And then what are you doing to accomplish this? And putting that on paper, that planner, that was very important for me. That stood out a lot that a lot of people take for granted, having a physical planner to write on. So, yeah, yes. that's that's what I got from it. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll just say one brief thing so, is just look back on the patterns. If you've had some goals and you haven't have achieved them, like for me, I could look back when I had clarity to put that focus energy and for me, I didn't like asking for help because I felt like I wanted to be the one that had it all put together. So look and mm. see if there's any patterns you know, in your own goals in the past. And I think that can help provide some clarity where you need to improve. That's a big one, Jay. I want to just touch on that one more time, emphasize that. Because as men, we're talking about the manhood experiment. It's all about growth. It's all about the evolution of yourself. And we get so many thoughts and the media says, it's all on me. I did it. I did it. It's I, I accomplished this. I accomplished that by myself. This is what I do. And sometimes we project that, especially, you know, in, in music and hip hop and in the realm that I come from. It's ego-based. Yeah. And it's very ego-based. And sometimes it's cool to have that cocky energy when you're going into, you know, a sporting event. You need to have a little bit of that. Like, I can do this. I can do this. My belief system, like Jay said, you need to have that. But you also need to have the humbleness and humble yourself at times when you keep hitting that same mm -hmm. rock and that same wall to say, maybe I should reach out to a coach. Maybe I should reach out to somebody who's been here before. You don't have to do it all by yourself. T, as amazing as he is in marketing, to sustain yourself as a businessman in California takes grit. It takes guts. And to do it as an entrepreneur, it takes a lot of heart and as much of an expert as he is in marketing, he's went into uh, this podcast and reached out to different sources for marketing experts in this realm because you don't know everything. So the fact that I see his humbleness, it's like anybody can humble themselves to reach out to that next level. It doesn't have to be an I thing. That thing, that's, that's a big takeaway for me. Thank you, Jay. Nice. Well said. Yeah. Um, and thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it.
So I'll leave you guys with the experiment. Write one goal down, what you want, why you want to do it. So again, write it on a piece of paper. I would say draw a line down center on the left side, what you want, the right side, why you want it. Create a weekly plan, what actions you need to take. This includes what skills that I need to have that I may not have or who could I get help from. But also part of the skills upgrading is what books you need to read, what training you need to do, who could I follow and learn from. And that's number two, create that plan. Number three is prime your brain every day. Look at that goal sheet. You know, might have one goal for now. Get in the habit of looking at that sheet every day. Build a morning routine around this goal. Put it in your calendar and start with that and see where it goes. And if you need help, look again, as the last point we just made, it could be someone in your inner circle. It could be someone you hire as a coach, someone to keep you accountable, a close friend. But at the end of the day, if you need support, reach out for that support. Look for that support. So, yeah, that's it for this episode. And we'll see you on the next one. Have a great day. Yeah, get out there and dig them goals up. Let's go. Go get it. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.